Hello, everybody. We are back, back from vacation. It's the 4th of July week. Hopefully, everything is going great for you. You got a, you got a short work week this week, so that's always good. Thank you so much for tuning into the Big Honker Podcast. Be sure to go to iTunes, leave us some reviews. We like seeing those. And this podcast... Brought to you by Die Bomb with a brand new promo code. Yep. No more uh, no more of the old one. The new one is... BHP10. BHP10. It's in Big Honker Podcast 10, all in big letter or big... What do you call that? All in caps. All caps. All caps. Get, get with the times, Jeff. Yeah. Use the promo code at divebombindustries.com. It will save you 10% off of your entire purchase. They've got every kind of silhouette that you can imagine. They've got Canada, Specs, Snows, Pigeons, Pintails, Mallards. they got socks to go along with everything, cranes if you're into that sort of thing. Fill up your shopping cart. The season is actually a lot closer than what you think. Yep, We're not bomb. that far away. Use the promo code BHP10. It will save you 10% off of your purchase all caps at divebombindustries.com that's it this show is also brought to you by boss shot shells changing the game bismuth hits like a freaking freight train we love it here in texas um only need one you don't got to shoot them two three times one time all made in america every piece of the shotgun shell that they sell you is made and manufactured here in america bossshotshells.com bismuth is the way to go and check out their clothing line. They got some really cool stuff. They do. And everything that they do, 100% made here in America. So we cannot say enough about the guys over at Boss Shot Shells. So BossShotShells.com, check them out now. We're also brought to you by Lucky Duck. If you're a duck hunter, spinners are a necessity, especially if you're hunting in dry land, dry field. That's that sort of hunting, which is the way that I recommend to do it. You're going to need a spinner. need about eight of them. Go to LuckyDuck.com. You can get whatever you need. If you're a predator hunter, they've got stuff for you also. They've got collars. Uh, they've got all sorts of gadgets for predator hunters. So be sure. Check them out. They've got everything that you really need. And dove season's coming up, and they got pigeon decoys coming out. There so you get go. Those. <laughs> spinning wing. If it needs a spinning wing or some kind of motion to attract it, Lucky Duck is your answer. We love them. Waterproof. They're great. And if you've never dove hunted with spinners, jump all over it i'm telling you it changes the game i've got guys that call me all the time hey, you don't really need them spinners listen those birds you're not gonna have to get in a flyaway you just put them out and they come to you just like decoy and ducks jump on lucky duck spinners and go to luckyduckdecoys.com why do you always fuck that up what i say it's luckyduck.com oh said it five times luckyduck.com i don't i don't listen to you andy we all know that we're also brought to you by 737 Let's call this boy uses right here. The old number one. Made by boys in Oklahoma. Kill ducks anywhere. That's right. Best duck to call on the market. That's 737duckcalls.com. Check them out. They got all kinds of new colors. They got new stuff coming out all the time. They flat get it done. There ain't nothing else I can say about it. 737duckcalls.com. Made in Oklahoma. Kill birds anywhere. We're also brought to you by William and Chris Wines. Texas wine. Premium Texas wine. Chris is living the dream, making wine every day, drinking wine, all that good stuff. Uh, they're at all of the high market supermarket or high high end supermarkets. Uh, they've got any kind of wine that you can imagine: reds, whites, whatever. Uh, William Chris Wines, I believe they'll even ship it to you, so you can go to their website, WilliamChrisWines.com, and get whatever that you need. And this show is also brought to you by Athlon Optics, also a U.S. made. 
Athlon Optics is a proud U.S. sports optic product company devoted to designing and delivering superior quality optic products and outdoor accessories at a competitive price to you, the consumer. Athlon has strong engineering design capability, strategic alliances with quality manufacturers, and a streamlined, fully integrated supply chain. Whether you're shooting prairie dogs or scouting those geese or ducks the night before, Athlon Optics has a product that you need. So go to athlonoptics.com, get your binoculars, get your scopes. They've also got red dot sights. They got it all. If you need to look through it so you can shoot something or find something, Athlon Optics is the way to go. Also, we're brought to you by C-Light LEDs. You can light up the world. No more fumbling around in the dark. No more looking for whatever you might be needing on your hunt or your next excursion. Put them on your boats, fishing boats, bow hunting boats. If you're a waterfowl hunter, put them on your trailers. They are so important. I cannot even begin to describe from hunting and setting out decoys in the dark to setting out decoys with sea lights. Literally a night and day difference. Like you said, light up the world. SeaLightLDs.com. And last but not least, we are brought to you by the great and powerful Stanfield Hunting Outfitters. Been in business forever. Right. Home, home of the Big Hunger Lodge. Started this sucker back in college. Just a dream. Dove season's coming up next. It is so close, we can start to taste it. September 1, we'll get here. It'll be here before we know it. We're excited about this upcoming season. So if you need a quality hunt at a great price and you get to hang out with us, we ought to be paying you for that. Call us, 940-658-3172. We'll get you on the books right now. We got dove hunting coming up in September. Got some teal hunts if you're into that sort of thing. Then we'll move on to duck season, then we'll move on to goose season, and then we'll just keep rolling. So if you need anything like that, give us a call. Jeff will be the one to talk to you. I'm at stanfieldhunting.com, 940-658-3172, and thank you for listening to the Big Honker Podcast. We're back. This episode, we just talk about our week of vacation, our week of seeing Payne. He just got done with uh, Payne as Jeff's youngest son, my youngest brother. He finished up Army Boot Camp this last week, so... We got to travel to South Carolina and tour the entire Deep South, and uh, we got to see him. So this episode, we just talk about our week that was, just uh, some of the stuff that we did and saw, and uh, yeah, just kind of a recap of that. And anyway, it's good to be back, and thank you for listening to the Big Honker Podcast. Three, two, one. Boom, and welcome to the Big Honker Podcast. I'm Jeff Stanfield. I'm Andy Shaver. Me and Andy just got back from our trek across the southeast part of the United States. The deep south. You know, I, I learned a few things on this trip. Really? Yeah, you ready to hear this? Mm-hmm. Fire I, away. I know why the SEC has the best football in America. All the trees. No, shit, no. Yeah, the trees walking around. The backwoods of Mississippi and Alabama and Georgia. There are Division One athletes walking down the road everywhere I saw. Mm. I mean, specimens. 
and that's why the SEC dominates <clears throat> in football, and that's why the NFL is loaded with the Southeast Conference Tournament. East Texas to South Carolina border and Florida, that's where the athletes are. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing. I mean, geez. And I found And another, there's no fucking oxygen there with all the oh, trees. And another thing I learned, I don't think any white people live in Atlanta. Mm-mm. No, we we uh, we were driving, and this was going to South Carolina, and kids are starting to throw a fit. We're in Atlanta, and Jesse's like, let's stop and eat. So uh, take an exit and looking for a place to eat, and she's like, oh, this looks good. And it tur- quickly turned to not looking good. <laughs> we got back on the interstate and kept trucking on. When I watch Tyler Perry's movies, always – like the Medeas, I think they're funny as hell. But there's a black doctor, black lawyer, black everything's black. Every professional person's a black person. Everything's this way, mm-hmm. and I don't see that anywhere I'm at. It's because no. they're all. It's because no. they're all in fucking Atlanta. Yeah, that whole town. It's everybody. Mm-hmm. Everywhere we went, every the people were nice as could be. But every yep. I didn't. There were no white people there. Mm-mm. I was like, man, they they get rid of all the white people. They run them out of there. Or what? I don't know where they're at. But, but they, they were, are not in Atlanta. I didn't see a white person in Atlanta. We were sitting at a stoplight in Atlanta, and black person, black person, black person, black person. It's the way it is down there. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's – and I'm going to tell you right now, if I was wanting to marry a black woman, Atlanta's where I would go. Because those beautiful black ladies you see on TV, mm-hmm. they're in Atlanta. They, that's where they're at. <laughs> there was lots of them. Gabrielle Union come from, hails from Atlanta, She probably. has to be, because there was a thousand Gabrielle Unions, and there's a thousand Halle Berries there. <laughs> I was like, God, I'm out of here. Some good-looking ladies in here, too, boy. Uh-huh. Different place, but it is. it's just different from this boy from West Texas. Yeah, we, I, t- I told Jesse, I said, we hadn't seen a Mexican one on this trip. No, not none. Not I think they, got, they must have a wall built there. Yeah. It's in East Texas, because that's, that's where we saw our first Mexican. And then... And uh, I'll tell you another thing. South Carolina has to be the lesbian capital of the world. I saw more lesbians at the resort that we were at than I've ever seen in my life. And the little town... Uh, we went to breakfast at a little spot, and uh, a lot of carpet munchers are. Oh, they're everywhere. God bless them, but there was when, a lot of them. When y'all were little, we went to Taos one time, and we were there, and there's a bunch of twat liquors walking around everywhere. They were everywhere, and Zach was probably about, I'm gonna say nine or ten years old. And Zach looked at Michelle and he goes, "Why are all these moms on vacation with their daughters? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those eight moms. That's the softball coach and her star player right there." Let's see where Gabriel. Uh, I think we lost this one. Gabrielle Union is a good-looking lady. Um, we went and watched Chris we Howard. She was married to Chris Howard. I don't know who Chris Howard is. Oh, never mind. Retired NFL running back. Oh. Now she's married to Dwayne Wade. Yeah, she's she's hit the she's, lotto. She's got a thing for those. Uh, you you, know you no, don't want to call her a gold digger, but no, nah, she's a very successful actress. Um, Omaha, Nebraska. She's a scur. Blake might have dated her. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want, you know what's weird about Dwayne Wade? Or not weird, just he's got a son that's like 12 that is coming out or something. I don't know how the fuck 12-year-old kid knows he's gay anyways. But he marched in some big parade and his dad was supporting him. My kid might be 10 even. I just don't get that shit. He's coming out? Yeah, coming out. Or he's right. marched in a gay parade. I, I don't get that shit. I mean, why would you, if, if your 12-year-old boy's straight, why would the hell would you take him to a straight parade if they had the damn right. things? I mean, Jesus, they're kids still. 
I don't, I don't, I don't. Plenty of time to change his mind. Yeah, I just don't. And and then there's another actress that's got a son that's transgender. I think Charlie's Theron, maybe one of them. Charlie's Charlie's Theron. Yeah, or whatever her name was. And 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 I saw it, and, and I think that's her. It might be somebody else. But they were doing the same shit, and I was like, "What the fuck are you doing to these kids? You know, let them be fucking kids. Let them believe in Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny. You know, don't be fucking taking them to rainbow fucking parades. Mm-hmm. I just don't. If and hey, I'm because you're well at that age. You're impressionable. Yeah. I'm not homophobic at all. I don't care no. if you're gay or not. I could give two shits in gay marriage. If you want to get married, knock yourself out. Uh, we uh, straight people have been getting married and fucking it up for 7,000 years. So what's it matter if you want to do that? But, uh, you know, taking a 10-year-old kid to something like that, yeah. I, I think it kind of, like I said, they're impressionable. They're moldable at that age. So, um, I, you know, I, I, I don't... Uh, I did go to my I, first gay parade. I was about twenty-one. Yeah, I did. Sure. I, I did went to one. No, a buddy of mine lived in Dallas in Greenville, and we went to the Greenville uh, St. Patrick's Day parade or something. I don't know if it's a gay parade, but there was a lot of gay people there doing their their shit and stuff. And as a people watcher, I found it pretty damn entertaining. Yeah. Well, these uh, but you know, you get these twelve-year-old kids now, and then now they're getting on these testosterone inhibitors and estrogen and all this other stuff, and. It's a transition, and 12 years old. And I saw... Can't imagine that. That dipshit from San Antonio that's running for president, Julian Castro, and he, uh, I think it was him that made a comment that in our, my health care will even allow transgender males to have an abortion. Got news for you. If the motherfucker's got a dick, he ain't getting pregnant. What the fuck? You know? And that's the weirdest shit. I watched that. Well, we listened to the debate. I listened to it in the car, I guess, coming home. Or going to we going to Florida, I guess, and I listen to it, and it just amazes me how stupid and anti-American the left has become. Now, your Trump. grandparents are Democrats; and they've been that way their whole life, uh-huh. and and you can't tell me that a conservative farmer from Rochester, Texas, has anything in common with them fuckers that are running for president now. No. And I don't even know how you'd offend it at this point. I mean, I really, really don't. The the moderate Democrat is just they're fucked, isolated, but. The mainstream media is coming out against them now. Against who? The Democrats in, that, in that debate. Uh, NBC came out against some of the, 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 I think, the Morning Joe. Is that the one that Trump's always Trump's always going after? Oh, Joe Scarborough. He's like, if they continue this, they're going to lose Wisconsin. They're going to lose North, North Carolina. They're going to lose Virginia. He said he listed all these states that they're going to lose because it just it isolates. It puts you on an island whenever you start saying this shit like, oh, you're going to lose your health care, but – People that are coming over here illegally are going to gain theirs. It's just you're you're you're. It's a fucked up recipe. Trump's going to win. It's, I, I oh, I, it, unless the economy tanks and craters, I, there's no way they can win. And what's funny is, is they talk about if well, you should don't. I mean, now listen. If you're listening to this, you got to show up and vote. Don't take it, you know, for granted. I think that would be the only thing that that could fuck him is people are like, oh, he's got this in the bag, and then they don't show up to vote. There ain't very many people listening to this shit that aren't that aren't, that aren't going to vote for Trump anyways. I don't think. Um, the other thing that that I found really interesting, I'm trying to think what the fuck I lost my train of thought on it. I mean, go it was Antifa. No, uh, had something to do with the fucking election and the debate and all that shit. And I can't even remember what the fuck it was. It was some other stupid bullshit that they were throwing, pandering around that just blew my mind. I'll think of it later. But I'm gonna talk about something else that's in. It's we're gonna talk about our weekend with pain and our family stuff. This is what this one's about. We're gonna have a couple public shows the rest of this week. Um. Colin Kaepernick. Uh-huh. I do not know how a motherfucker. 
I, the son of a bitch ain't even freaking black, I don't think. I think he's a goddamn camel jockey. He was raised in a white neighborhood. Right. Well, but in his parents that adopted him, he is pissed all over them. Yeah. He, they, they, he, he should be ashamed of what he's done to them people. Those were good people that took him in. When And I don't know his story. I don't know if his mom was a crackhead. I don't know if she was sick with cancer. I don't know what. It may be a good story. I don't know why she gave him up for adoption. But these people took him in, and then he shit all over them with all this crap about these poor people that are being whatever the hell his problem is. But now... Nike had a shoe, and it had the flag from 1776 on it, and they are dropping them shoes because he said that people will find that fucking racist. You know what? In 1776, nobody was wearing a fucking pair of shoes anyway, so it don't really fucking matter. <laughs> First of all. Second, we're the only country in the fucking world that ever fought to end slavery. Uh-huh. Have you seen a black president in any European country? Not yet. Have you seen Canada with a black president? Nope. They got a dumb fuck over there, but they don't. They, they ain't had a black guy as a president. We elected a black guy for our pre, for a president. Whether I didn't vote for him, but I respected his office. And if he came in today, I would still call him Mr. President, and I would shake his hand because that's a respectful thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't care much for the guy at all. I think he would be very interesting to visit with, though. But. There has never been a black king in Europe Mm-mm. or in, in England or France or anywhere over there. But he always bitches about American shit. Well, you know what? Take your fucking no football playing fucking ass and go live in Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. I get so sick of that shit. Those, those Muslim countries, if you're gay, they're throwing you off fucking rooftops. Mm-hmm. If you're a woman, they make you wear a fucking tent around everywhere to because you're subservient to men. And if you're a... Uh, Thief, they cut off your hand. Yeah, I mean, and these fuckers, that's all they want to talk about is how, well, fucking go over there and take AOC and that Rashida Tlaib and all them other bitches down there with them. Take them. Those dumbass women sit there talking about human rights and shit, and they're Muslims. Mm-hmm. They have no human rights. We've traveled a long way in the wrong direction. Quickly. As a country. Quickly. I mean, now they're, I mean, every Democrat up there was talking about open borders. They're against the cops. They're against the borders. They don't want any laws. They want they want to take all your guns away. And then there's ignorant fuckers that listen to Colin Kaepernick. Well, Nike did. They had these shoes all made, and they've pulled them all. And they're not going to sell them now. Now they're here's not worried about the three year old worker that's stitching that shit together. Though. That's making a dollar a day. No, that's that's the other thing about the hypocrisy. Another thing is too. Yeah, they're worried about the pay gap. Yep. New Balance is an American made shoe company, and I'm going to be all about New Balance. I'm going to advertise for New Balance every time I can now. New Balance needs to come out with that same fucking shoe with the flag of 1770, and they'd sell 10 million of them motherfuckers probably in a month. Mm-hmm. And they could stick it to Nike's ass. New Balance makes their shoes over here? Makes Made in America. Everything's made in America. Really? There. Yep. Good for them. I will not be buying fucking Nike. And I I don't like Kaepernick, but I've wore some Nikes because they're good tennis shoes. And my fat ass, they're wide, and I like them. They're comfortable. <laughs> but I won't be wearing them. Uh, the Air Maxes I really like, but I won't wear a fucking pair of Nike shit. Now... If you're do if, if if people are going to do this shit too, don't go burning your shit doing that stuff. Take it to a homeless shelter. Yeah, you paid 150 bucks for those yeah. shoes. Don't don't they, they, you've already paid Nike. You're not hurting them by burning your shoes down. But if you burn if you're going to if you got a bunch of Nike shit, go take it to a homeless shelter. There's somebody out there that needs it. Or just keep wearing it till the fucking tread wears out, and then go buy a pair of something else. Now throw the motherfuckers away. Don't mm-hmm. wear them. Take them. Take them to somebody else that will wear them though. Nothing like the home. Let the homeless people all be wearing Nikes. <laughs> Okay, give it to the homeless people. That's right. Give give Nike to the homeless people. No, where are the Nikes? It's no big deal. Just don't buy anymore. You've already paid the money. They look good. You wouldn't have bought them. Yep. I've got a pair of Nikes I really like. 
I, I, every pair of Nike I've ever had, I like, but I won't wear those some bitches. But I hadn't, I mean, I hadn't bought a new pair of shoes and probably since I bought those. I am proud to say that Knox City Athletics all wear Adidas or Adidas, as us Americans call it. Um, yeah, Adidas. We, this weekend. NFL wears Nike, though. I, I'm not going to touch that because I don't want to have to boycott them. <laughs> One thing about it, me and Colin are going to play in the same amount of football games this year in the NFL, so I don't have to worry about that shit. I'm like a fucking crackhead when it comes to watching the NFL football. I'm not gonna lie, <clears throat> I'm an addicted son bitch, oh. and I'm watching football. I can't. That's why I love the fall. I can't wait. I told mom yesterday. I said, you know, in two months you get to decorate the house. It's all fall flowers and all that shit. We're ready, and then it's hotter than fuck now. Oh. We spent our time this week. We went. Most people that follow us on Facebook stuff know. Uh, Pain, our youngest, or my youngest, Andy's little brother, uh, finished boot camp up. In um, Fort Jackson, South Carolina, and then he went to school. His AIT is electronic warfare, and we can't really go into much because I don't. We really don't even know much, but it's a yeah. Try to go into much. You can't. You no. don't know what the fuck you're talking. I know. About. I, there's not much to say. Talked to Pain yesterday. I've talked to Pain last night, and you know what he told me. Still got no fucking clue. He uses all these uh, abbreviations and BC4 and AI. You know. You know what he told me. I don't know what the fuck you're talking. I about. said Pain. You're gonna have it's gonna be a really exciting career. You'll have some exciting stuff you'll learn. Yeah, and it really gets good in a couple of weeks. But I'm not allowed to tell you about anything we're gonna be doing. <laughs> oh, I wasn't expecting you to. But anyways, even if you did, I don't understand yeah. it because you use all these abbreviations and I got no fucking clue what they mean. So, whatever. But anyways, we went to that. It was a very touching ceremony. Um, for anyone out there whose child has went, or husband, spouse, girlfriend, wife, whatever, has went through boot camp in the military my hat's off to you because that was a lot harder on the family than i ever thought it would be um the 10 11 weeks of not really getting to speak other than like five minutes here or there and no schedule and stuff was really a different thing to our generation especially because we're used to be able to get on a phone and you get instantly texted back or called back or whatever and fort jackson really rolled out the carpet for the uh, people graduating they did uh, this two ceremonies we went to uh, it was very touching, and it was a really humbling experience for me. I'm very proud of Payne. Proud of all three of my boys. I'm really, I'm, you know, it's, that was a really cool thing that he did, and I, I look for. I appreciate him serving our country, and he's going to make a big difference, and he's got a great career ahead of him when he gets out of the service. He's getting a hell of an education. Uh, but it was, it was a real touching deal. But during this time, I'm going to have to tell a story on Andy. <laughs> we are in a a deal in the graduation ceremony and they're speaking to everyone and they say if you're a veteran please stand up andy's ass jumped up not what he said what did he say he gave he was speaking for a very very long time he was and uh i missed the part where he said all i heard was stand up no he said i'm not i'm not debating that that, that that he said that but it was like it was like a four or five sentence build up to that for everyone that served in our country, please stand up so it we can. It wasn't just that so straightforward. Oh, it was. You just weren't listening. And yeah, Andy's that was my main. Andy's problem. ass jumps up real quick. It stands up, and I Jesse's did. like, "Sit down, sit down." Thank God. And I told Tony, I said, "Ooh, I'm gonna have fun with this shit." Stolen valor on a fucking army base. It was. So, I had I had three kids. Two of them were in my lap, just jacking their jaws. Reese and Dylan are fighting over a fucking frappuccino. I think. Or no, it was a, it was over the program is what it was. We only had one program where we were sitting. Uh, Jeff deserts us every chance that he gets at this thing. So Jeff's like four or five rows I'm back, two rows behind. We've got one. We've got one 
uh, there's a program. We got one program for two kids. Well, you don't think that's going to cause a fucking issue? I wasn't down there. I didn't know. <clears throat> I've got Jameson in my lap. He's screaming. He wants the program also. So really, we got one program for three kids. And uh, yeah, all I hear is stand up. I hear everybody standing up. So I stand up and then I kind of, I don't even have time to really look around. Not everybody is standing up. And then my wife grabs me. She's like, no, 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 no. So I sit back down. I'm like, oh, fuck. So that was basically it. You know, I got my ass chewed out about the program, too. Yeah, you deserted us. You deserted us every chance that you got. You know, you're talking about me and my stolen valor. How about you stealing the joy from a five-year-old girl and the rest of the family for getting to tap out pain? There was no tap out. He come to me. You you bum-rushed the field. Your son was with me. You bum-rushed the field, and you left all of us wading through traffic. No, me and Reese were right up there. You could have gotten to the bottom. What you should have done is gotten to the bottom of the stands and waited for the rest of us to get down there, and we could have found him as a family. But instead, I've never seen you move that fast, by the way. You're... You were juking and jiving. <laughs> you, look, you look like a professional NFL player. You gave the spin move to one family to get around them so quickly. Meanwhile, we're back there like, wait, wait, wait. Mom is, she was not impressed with you. Well, that's every day something happens that she's not impressed about. And then, like, we look up and we're like, oh, he's got pain. Well, well, yeah. There went that. I didn't realize there was a big touching ceremony about that. I thought, just, the guy said, you the knew. brigadier general said, go find your soldier. So I did. <laughs> Me and Reese did. I think you stiff-armed one kid. No. Me and Reese walked down the stairs. Mom got held up at the rope. I, All of us got held up at the, at the rope. Well, I'm Every sorry. one of us did. Well, I moved through there. You knew. Ten weeks that this has been building up. Can't wait to tap out pain. Can't wait to tap out pain. Mom was going to take pictures of the kids tapping out pain. There was no tap out. Well. As soon as I walked up, he walked up to me. <clears throat> I'm sure. Well, anyways, I'm I was sure. happy to see him. I hugged him. And that was it. But yeah, I, I did. And then I got asked you about that too. But let me tell you, the next time that when it came time to stand up again, I was the last one to stand up because I was making sure that everybody's ass were off the seats because I was not doing that again. You know, as you, as you get older, you will get your ass chewed out more <laughs> from your wife. It happens. Ask Tony. No, oh, he don't have a wife. He has his practice wife's gone now. So Tony's on to wife number it was two. Poor, it was poor taste of you, Jeff. It really was. Was it? I expected better of you. Well, then you should have hollered at me. Me and we were trying. Well, you wouldn't listen. You gave us the high sign, and we're gone. Stiff arming kids with their little cotton candy. Reese was happy with me. Hmm. He's four. Yes, he is. Saw a bear and bear along the roadside, Louisiana. I was shocked. Absolutely shocked. Seen a bear crossing sign. Look up, and there's a fucking bear. Now, coming home, I'll tell you about something happened. <clears throat> we were in crossing the Mississippi. We 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 we've been gone for. Seven days, and it's a long, I mean, fucking road trip with kids. Me and Michelle had dealing with this. She is five. And, it, oh, Jesus. Oh, she wore me out. I love my granddaughter to death, but she wore me out. And then her and Reese squabble a lot, and then I'm the jungle gym for them to run. And we got the, we had a house with a pool in it, and they were all over me in the pool all the time. So, anyways, we come back, we come back, and we leave Pensacola about 4 o'clock, and I'm going to drive straight home. I'm like, I'm, I'm getting the freaking home. We're crossing the Mississippi River. It's twilight, almost dark. Halfway across, Dylan, I got to go to the bathroom. There's no warning with kids either. No. It is now, motherfucker. And, and Michelle, Find us somewhere. Michelle goes, Jeff, she has to go to the bathroom. What do you want me to fucking do? Mm-hmm. Are we going to piss off the side of the bridge here right in the Mississippi? Or are we going to keep going down the road? I take an exit. The first exit across the Mississippi is a little town called Delta, Louisiana. Somebody that listens to this, where do you go, fucking Tony? 
Well, turn it off. You can't just hit the side button and make it stop. He's got to let it keep ringing. You dumbass. So, anyways, we uh, I pull in and I take an exit and I get off the exit and to the right looks like a kind of shady looking restaurant type deal with a bunch of cars around it. I ain't going there. Go across the bridge to the left and it says it's got gas pumps. It looks like a Chevron station. I thought, oh, good, there's a convenience store up there. They'll have a bathroom for y'all. Okay. As we're pulling up, your mother tells me, uh, you're going in with this judge. I look up, and I guess it is a off-track horse betting place. It's a casino. Hmm. It's a liquor store. I did see a lot of casinos. And a concession and a con- uh, convenience store. So we walk inside. They go to the restroom. I got the gun. I take the gun inside with me mm-hmm. and kind of kind of hide it, but I've got the gun with me just in case something would happen. That's a rough fucking place. They got people in there, 15 people deep, buying fucking lotto tickets and shit. That place, the whole thing was surrounded with cars and shit. I'm like, what the fuck are these people buying? Then we go behind it, and they got like some chicken shack, <laughs> and they got cars parked outside of it. They're 15 deep in line getting chicken and shit. I think, boy, some happening shit going on in Delta, Louisiana. Did you get chicken? No, fuck no. I got the hell out of there. We saw a drug deal go down. We stopped and got uh, Jess, my wife's dad wanted some seafood. And is that almost empty, Jeff? Yeah, it's almost done. Uh, my wife's dad wanted seafood, and we stopped at a seafood place in Baton Rouge. And uh, yeah, like a guy walks up to the car. So y'all's car? No, <laughs> not our oh. car. We're walking in, and we see this guy walk up to the car. He like taps on the window. Chick barely rolls it down and sticks her hand up. The guy looks at us because we're looking at him. And we quickly, like, come on, kids, come on, come on, come on. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was a drug deal. And then he walks off. What would you buy seafood-wise? Did you buy a bunch of shrimp? Shrimp. Yeah. What was the price? Uh, eight bucks or nine, eight ninety-nine for um, large. Was that 16 count? By the pound. I understand. Oh, fuck, I don't know how many they gave 16, us. 16 shrimp equals a pound. It's called 16 count, 12 count, 8 count, 24 really? count, 36 uh, count. I didn't count how many it was. I said just give me two and a half pounds and then we got a a pound of jumbo shrimp i think it was like 11.99 so i don't know if that's a good price or not been a how, while since i how did you find how did you find this place jesse just looked it up we were eating lunch and and uh she typed in fish market it's tony's tony <coughs> tony's fish market i think so y- y'all went to new y'all went to new orleans yep Did- yep made a detour we're going we left we went to south carolina spent the days with Payton. And then Thursday, we had two days at Hilton Head, Head, which is beautiful. I got to take a drink. That's where the lesbians are at? Oh, fucking everywhere. You didn't hit on your wife? No, no. Um, Was there any hot ones? I didn't see any. That's, that's That's another thing. You see all these great shows. Mostly porn. It's hot chicks. (laughs) Mostly porn. (laughs) Hot lesbians. And then you see them in real life and... They all look like me. One of them inevitably looks like me. Has the same haircut and everything. Shaved sides. Most of them are built like me though, with the same haircut. Yeah, and, fucking uh, shaved and, head and, almost. I mean, it's 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 so ironic that that you know they want to date a woman, but they only want to date half of them want to date a woman that looks like a dude. And it's just half of them. Both of them are. No, there's usually one that is more. Feminine than the other. Boy, the ones I've seen lately haven't been very feminish. In a, inevitably, there's always one that that looks feminine with the long hair and kind of keeps herself up, and then there's always one that wears basketball shorts and has a 
you know, has a has a high and top, high and tight haircut. So we go to Hilton Head for two days, ever resort there. Beautiful, great beach. If, you, if you've never been, go. And then, uh, so we're driving home. And there's a couple different routes that you can take. One 17 and a half hours. The other's basically 20. So one that's 20 hours. You go through New Orleans, and Jesse's never been. So we hit up a, a slave plantation, Oak Alley. That's a beautiful place. The big house, mm, kind of a letdown. Was that the place that was in Django? No, that's Evergreen. It was a toss-up. I got to looking at at slave plantations, and it, uh, I had it narrowed down to Evergreen, which was where Django was, and then Oak Alley. How big is the house? Uh, I don't, I don't really remember square footage wise, but that's another thing. You know, you go into this thing, twenty-five bucks a person. Kids were free, but you get to see four rooms basically of the big house. Um, so Old colonial looking house. Yeah, um, I think we saw the living room, the dining room, master bedroom, and then the nursery. They have and, a, and then you get to go out to the how big a the table they have like sixteen, I think sixteen. 16 yeah, and 16. then there's like this big. It, it looked like a harp to us, but it's got a rope attached to it, and it goes over to the corner. And uh, I guess they'd have a little kid, and he <clears throat> that was their uh, fan, basically. A little little kid would stand in the corner and pull that rope. Oh, okay. And that I gotcha. thing over the table would move up and down and create some airflow. He'd do it all all night. It is a sh- I I, c- I couldn't imagine living in those times. Well, it was, unless you were the guy that owned the slaves, it was a sucky life. Sure. Well, I mean, even I was I was telling Jesse like you know you you look at all of our comforts today. Even if you were the guy that owned the slaves, it's still fucking. Yeah, but by them standards, he was living like a king. But yeah, compared to what we live today, I'm gonna tell you, you, you want to see something just in central times, air. Yeah, times have changed just in a small area. Go look at go go to Graceland in Memphis and look. And, and Elvis Presley had all the newest everything mm-hmm. in 1974, whenever he died, or 75 or 76. And if you went to that house right now, you'd think, "What the fuck wants to live in some bitch?" You know? Have you ever been in there? No, but I've seen pictures of it. But I remember well, 1974, but, 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 75, or 76. But what's so bad about it? Well, what just I don't what, he had the top of the line of everything, mm-hmm. everything, and they didn't have VCRs. Right. The TVs was fucking 800 pounds for a 16-inch TV or 30-inch TV or whatever it was. I mean, just, just the way that things were back then compared to today, you know, he might have had a cordless phone that he got from NASA or some shit. I mean, he had everything that's... But it's just so outdated compared to what we right. have today. But he lived like a king at the time. Everybody thought he had the coolest gadgets in the world. You know, he actually had a VCR type deal that he would take on travel because he would drive from Memphis to uh, Las Vegas or to, to Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And when he would drive out to Sony or whoever it was, they would stop along the road and they would drive at night so people wouldn't notice him. And they'd stay in little towns like Knox City in these small towns and they would put foil on the window so it'd be dark in there at night where he could sleep. He was a quirky fucker. Sure. And but, he, I mean, but I'm he, sure he got that way over the years. Yeah, but he uh, would. You cannot be a face that everybody recognizes and keep your sanity. No, I, I agree. But anyways, he had like a VCR type deal where he could listen. I, I read a book just recently about him from a, his old manager or somebody that worked for him or bodyguard. It was an interesting, really an interesting story about him as the person and what he was and what he turned out to be like. And he just kind of like hired Hughes. He just, I mean, fuck, when you're world famous like that shit. But each room would have like four, like four doors to the outside, and I guess that was their air conditioning. 
open those doors up and kind of create some airflow in there. Did you notice on Django in the movie where they, they make the, the bourbon and tea? And they've got ice in it. And I'm thinking, I, I wonder how the fuck they had ice back then. These guys, it actually said that they would, uh, they'd have ice delivered. Where would they keep it at for all those? I don't know. It would be big blocks of ice. Um, and they put sawdust on covered it. Covered them in sawdust. I don't know where they kept them, though. But, yeah, he, he would, uh, I think it was once a month, the original guy would have ice delivered to his house. Might even, might even been more than that because somebody made a comment. One of the ice delivery guys made a comment about how much ice he delivers. How much? Uh, how many slaves did that guy own? Uh, fuck, I can't remember. I think 220, maybe. It was actually pretty interesting, though. They said back in the 1800s when this house was built, pecans were inedible because the shells were too thick. Couldn't crack them. By the time you got them cracked, the uh, fruit on the inside was just dust. So they had a guy in town that had it had it figured out you know he just got to make the the shell thinner and there was a slave there that was an expert in tree grafting so they actually started tree grafting pecan trees there so that the the fruit would be easier to get to that's crazy yep so basically they you know what tree graft tree grafting is jeff well no i'm a fucking moron yes i do oh, know okay take a take a you know two limbs and stick break them, them together and stick and them together Tape them together with duct tape, which they didn't have back then. Whatever they tied them together, I guess. I think they used. Uh, they had an example of one. I think they used like honey or something, and kind of stuck it together, and then used twine to. Well, see, I'd always I always heard paper uh, shelled uh, pecans, and I never paper hold pecan. I never realized that at one time they were so thick that you couldn't do nothing with them. Yeah, but they said by the time you cracked into it, it was just like dust in your hand, and it's kind of like, well, fuck, there goes that. That's interesting. So they made the made it to where the shell would be thinner and easier to crack, and then more more pecan. But uh, the guy it shows his original note or a copy of it eleven thousand dollars is ten thousand seven hundred rounded up to eleven thousand dollars. Use his slaves as collateral. Modern day times, uh, it was six hundred grand is what that was like. What what did uh? But still, building that house and all that shit for six hundred k is. What did he have? Seems like a good deal. What? How many, how many acres of cotton did they plant? Sugar cane. That's what he was a sugar cane guy. He was a sugar cane guy. How much did they have? How many acres did they have? Uh, I can't remember that. It wasn't just a ton. Two hundred and twenty slaves. That's a lot of people to feed, though. That was another thing. It said uh, because there were so many, they couldn't um, couldn't feed couldn't feed everybody. So by the time the big house ate and some of the slaves ate. Wasn't enough food, so the slaves had to grow their own gardens. That way they'd have enough. Uh, and they had a bunch of chicken coops. So slaves got to work in the field all day and then come home and tend their own garden. Yeah, that's a, I've, I've read some stuff on it, and it was a big competition. And it was a big competition on who got the better farm areas to garden themselves. And that's why, that's why they, the, they're so, so good with barbecuing is they would get the worst cuts of meat, mm-hmm. and they learned to cook it cook over it. smoke and real slow and make it and make their own sauce and but I guess I don't know. One of the slaves ended up being ended up buying his freedom, I think, and then he ended up staying the rest of his life. But it says the reason he stayed is because the master still owned his wife and his kids. So that's a tough deal. Slavery is horrible, horrible, horrible stuff. But it's history, and I mean that's you can't erase, you can't erase it. You can you can do everything you want. To. You can take every statue. Well, we, down we you weren't want. the only. No, we weren't the only ones participating in slavery. It was a terrible deal. 
no doubt about it. Some of the stuff that they, but that's the way it was in the times. And that's what I told, you know, Jesse was talking about it. And I was like, it's just to, to them, to the owners, the slaves were no more than a mule or they were an asset. That's it. I mean, that was it. And that's a horrible way to be, but that's the way life was. I mean, and regardless of what color, there's Irish slaves too. We had, there's mm-hmm. white and Chinese slaves. I mean, there was all kinds of slaves and it was a horrible deal. And I'm not downplaying that at all. We made think, well, they, they, slavery was good. No, slavery no. was horrible, but it was part of life and it's part. part of history. It's part of what makes our country so great. I mean, that's what's funny is these reparations bullshit they're talking about. You got people that were never a slave wanting people to pay for their for the slaves who never owned a slave. And yeah, I don't I'm from Texas. I looked up it, it had a map of kind of the south. Texas was on this map and it showed where slavery was prominent. Well, guess what? The county that I come from in Texas about 0% of us owned slaves. So, well, at that time when slavery was going on, my family was growing spaghetti back in Italy, mm-hmm. and I don't know of any Italians owning any slaves, so I should be free of that little ta- extra tax and burden. <laughs> but it was it was a terrible. Well, terrible Kamala thing. Harris, her family now is coming out that they were Jamaican slave runners. Really? Yeah, that's the new thing now coming out. Her 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 ancestors. She's were Jamaican slave runners. Were Jamaica no, owners? They own owners. They they own slaves in Jamaica. Hmm. At Browntown was the name of it. I actually read I read a little bit about it. I'm have to, I want to really read it out and make sure it's all true, but supposedly it's catching some steam and that is her family was were trade brokers. Yeesh. Now it's gonna be a tough one to walk back because she just called Joe Biden a racist. Uh, she's just, she's gonna get the nomination. Nah. She's gonna get it. Joe's Joe does not they they made a funny uh funny observation. Joe conceded his time. He's in a heated back and forth with Kamala and I, saw, I heard it. He's like, Oh, my time's up. You, know, you think Trump would ever say that? Fuck no. Oh, my Trump time's up. My time's up and just step back. Please change the question, Mr. Moderator. My time's up. Let me tell you something about oh, Willie Brown's blowjob queen, Kamala Harris. Trump will wear her ass out. Mm-hmm. She got a very vivid past. And no, everybody knows how she got where she's at. It was on her knees. And that will all be brought to light. But the yeah, Democrats. If you think Trump's above bringing that shit up, yeah, oh, you know, you got he another fucking thing coming. He might even invite Willie Brown's wife to the deal, like he did <laughs> Bill Clinton's girlfriends. Um, I don't think that they can run off Bill, Bernie Sanders because if they if Bernie don't get the nomination, his people won't vote. I really don't think they will. Most of them won't, and so that that kills them because all them young college kids they're all in, in bed with him. A lot of them wackadoos won't, won't vote, so they have they have no choice on that deal. I don't think it's going to be Bernie. Oh, I just I think they're in trouble if it's not Bernie. Okay, let's go back to New Orleans. Did you take my grandkids down Bourbon Street? Couldn't get down Bourbon Street. Oh, it's all blocked up. It's all blocked up because we went through on Sunday morning. Sunday morning, it's still on a Bourbon, trashy place at Bourbon Street, and there's knee high trash everywhere. Yeah, it was a good Saturday night though. Evidently, could you imagine that thing after Mardi Mardi Gras? I've been there. I've been there during Mardi, Mardi, Mardi Gras. Gras. Yeah, me and Mom were there two years ago on Fat Tuesday when it first started. It's pretty fun. Pretty cool place. I couldn't imagine just the litter. There was a home. There was a bum sleeping under a window. And uh, hey, 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 hey! That's a that's a that's a future Democratic voter. Yeah. Reese said, "Well, he must have had a busy day." <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. He did. That's that's what that's the conclusion Reese Reese drew. Oh, he must have had a busy day. He had a, a uh, hospital bracelet on. So I don't know if he broke out or they let him out. That's a rough town. It is. 
I'm going to tell you, I, New Orleans, there's no place like New Orleans in the United States. It's it's one of my favorite cities in America. Dump. It's beautiful. It's got great history and stuff. It's, it's a got dump. a lot of trash there. But it's a street that nowhere there's nowhere else like it. It's cool. It's a good place to go to if you want to if you want people watch. Um, I would not want to have to live down there. I wouldn't want to have to see that all the time. But to go to once a year, I think it's a pretty cool place. We were we drove through because uh, we wanted to do the plantation and then kind of get home. This was the last day of everything, so we did not get out. Number one, I couldn't imagine finding a parking spot down there. It's not where you want to take your kids, anyways. So I think Jameson was asleep anyway. So That's, he don't need to go to Bourbon Street. Uh, we just drove through, but my wife was like, "Why does anybody want to come here?" Well, I'll, I'll go back next February. I love it. I like two or three days down there. It's awesome. You know, when we, we were little, my mom and then we went down there, and Tony was probably, I'm saying, seven or eight. How old were you? Five or six. Five or six. And um, we were walking down Bourbon Street. We walked down Bourbon Street a little too far, probably as a family. And back in the days of the bushy, the bushy beaver, mm-hmm. there was a lady dancing buck naked on stage and had her legs spread. And Tony was six. So we were going to go eat somewhere and. Tony ran in the seat here and he ran in there and my mom goes in screaming and grabbing him and Pat, Tony's fighting her oh let's stay here let's stay here and he don't want to go yeah if I got a little naked lady up on the stage I'll never forget that um Bourbon Street's a I like it Charleston to me was a very clean version of New Orleans and we didn't get to see a whole lot of Charleston there's no. a lot that we left on the table there that's one a, of the biggest plantation because I got to look I started doing research on plantation there's a big one in Charleston we were right there I didn't know you was a plantation aficionado. Well, just something I've never seen before. Probably I'll never see again. There's some grand homes in Biloxi or Mobile, Alabama. I mean, beautiful neighborhood I drove through in Mobile. Really? Beautiful. Big, big homes, big estates. I, I, bet so, I don't I, remember driving through Mobile. You, or, you probably, did. You went probably, into the tunnel and kept going. Oh, okay. We went north to Jackson. Okay. And um, – there was some, it was some pretty country I'd never been through. But I'm telling you what, Alabama is a beautiful country too. Mm-hmm. I mean, beautiful state. Oh, it all was pretty. The really, whole southeast once, once looks get, the same. Yeah, you can't really see a whole lot. I'll, I'll never when we uh, when we went past New Orleans, you can, everything starts to kind of open up again. We're like, fuck, this is the furthest we've been able to see in a week because we're used to out here where it's just flat. We can see town nine miles away from where we're standing right now, basically. There, you're lucky to see about 50 feet in front of you. Yeah, well, Trees kept, everywhere. We kept hearing about this big army base. Pain's like, oh, it's big, big, big. I'm thinking, fuck, you didn't see it mm-hmm. until you got on it. Yeah. And then it was big old base, but it's just trees. Beautiful, beautiful country. Um, the southeast is something that I enjoy the northern country better. It's it's not as hot, but it's a humid, hot son of a bitch in the southeast. Ooh. God almighty. I don't know how people do it, but. We went to some really cool places. New Orleans is, we didn't go to New Orleans, but I've been there many times. I love New Orleans. Now that Andy's a plantation guy, you're going to have to go down south again. We've uh, we've talked to some of our friends. They went to Oak Alley last year, and I think we're talking about maybe going to New Orleans for a couple of days. And then, cause you at, just were saying about how New Orleans was shit just well, with the 10 minutes ago. It is a dump. Hundred percent. Who are you going with on this trip? Nobody can, dis- nobody can uh, disagree with that. So um, around Oak Alley – there's like four four different plantations just within five miles. So, who are you doing this with? Doesn't matter. You're not going to say who it is. Well, no. Why would I? I was just curious. You said you some friends were going down there. I'm thinking, who the hell are you gonna hang out with that wants to go to plantation hopping beside you? Mm-hmm. So rich history, rich history down there. I I agree. And you just say it's a shithole. New Orleans has got lots of history. It's a shithole. 
It, it's got lots of history, though. 100% it does. But I mean, it's, it's got a bar from the 1600s there. It's still open. It's a dump. It is a dump. Oh, it's beautiful. Great architecture, great place. God already tried to flush it down the toilet one time. No, you done pissed the coon asses off. But most of them won't go they, there either ways. They, they're not going to disagree with me. You cannot, you cannot look at me with a straight face and say that New Orleans is a nice place. It's a shithole. It's got a lot of history, but it's a shithole. I'm not going to argue with you on that point. Because you can't. It's a very, I don't know, wicked city, I will call it. Mm-hmm. Wicked. But fucking Dallas, Texas, same way. Fuck, they have more murders in Dallas now than they do anywhere else. That's becoming a shithole pretty fast. They don't just shoot presidents in Dallas anymore. They fucking shoot the shit out of everybody. Mm. You done pissed off the Democrats, Jeff. Well, hold the Kennedy, boy. The Kennedy Democrats. My dad used to have a bumper sticker on his truck that said, my... Uh, my guns, Ted Kennedy's cars killed more people than my guns. Uh-huh. And by God, that's the truth. He also used to say, you're more gun-shy than Kennedy's used to be one of his favorite sayings. Yeah. They got a lot of them. They do. Okay, what else we got from this weekend? It was a long-ass drive. We spent the whole, we toured the whole southeast, basically part of the United States. Uh, Pensacola, Florida, beautiful beaches, beautiful water. Folly, Folly's Beach we went to in South Carolina also. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you what, people in South Carolina have clean beaches. Mm-hmm. Very clean beaches. Very nice people. But the beaches were absolutely clean, clean and beautiful. Pensacola, the water there was absolutely as pretty as Mexico. And you talking about where we stayed out there in Pensacola? You talking about some rednecks. <laughs> Got all those. Uh, it was a Bud Light crowd, Redneck Riviera. Uh-huh. A lot of them. We didn't see the. I don't think we saw the water in Pensacola. It's pretty. You didn't go through Pensacola, did you? Mm-hmm. You just went around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe. He's on the Fuck interstate. You didn't go down it. Okay. It all. It's all blurred together. Tony's fixing to give me a deal. We're already. Talked oh, we don't. We don't talked about Nike and Colin Kaepernick, that cocksucker. Um, we're gonna have. We'll start. We'll start being back on our three tracks. Three shows per track. We filled in just today. On We just now got back. Um, it was a long trip, and I appreciate everybody. We had a lot of messages and stuff. We appreciated all that. Um, we'll, we'll have our public series. We're going to kick it back off. We're going to have some special guests come on. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else I've got. To, oh, I know what I was going to say. People are coming to the closed Facebook group like crazy, and there's questions. If you don't answer the questions, we're not going to accept you. And I don't know. Some of the motherfuckers have answered no. Yeah, if you don't listen to podcasts, why do you want to be on there? There's two questions, and they're not fucking hard. It's do you listen to the podcast? Which one's your favorite episode? Because I figured if somebody lied on the first one, they'd at least have to do a little bit of research to find what their favorite episode would be. Some of the guys are answering no. Why do you want to be a member of the podcast group if you don't listen to it? And how did you find it is what I don't understand. I have no idea. Like, how did you know? Because you have to search in Big Honker Podcast Group. Unless know. they were looking for, I don't. I got to research that. I don't. I don't know if they were looking for the Big Honker podcast and came across that. But yeah, there's a lot of a lot of guys aren't answering the questions, yeah. and I've had three or four say no. Well, guess what? If you're being a smartass, you just got declined. Yes. So come back correct. And, and, and if you truly do not listen to the show, why the fuck do you want to be in there? Yeah, I, I don't know that. But we've getting just we're getting overran every day now with. But members. we we had some riffraff in there. Somehow somebody dropped the ball and accepted ISIS, basically. Huh? Yes. They were selling fucking beads in Arabic and Arabic. Would you drop them? Fuck yeah, I dropped them. How do you know they were ISIS? How do you know it wasn't just some poor, poor camel jockey over there trying to make a living? Okay, well, somebody not named Andy accepted these people into the group. So I, I've created a filter 
No ISIS people? No, I, well, we're going to try to keep them out. And I don't know, I don't know what happened. Maybe he changed the profile. I don't know what happened. But everybody that I have uh, accepted into the group looks like they're at least a hunter. But now that I've got these questions, I just can't imagine it. Like, why would you want to get in this group if you don't listen to the podcast? How did you find the group if you don't listen to the podcast? Because we've only talked about it on the podcast. I don't know, but we do have a lot of listeners in Pakistan. You don't think it's Alibaba and the Thieves or anything over there? Well, don't sell your beads on our shit if you are. If you're listening right now and it was you that we cut out, I'm sorry. Don't sell your beads on our shit. And the knives. I got a knife guy that's always on there trying to sell me fucking knives on shit. I've never seen that. Oh, He's posting it fuck. in the group? No, 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 on my page all the fucking time. I delete him and he comes back again, another guy. And if you are coming to the group, have a sense of humor. I'm going to tell you that right now. Yeah, if you're uptight, you do not need to be a part of that. I mean, it is it is a lot like this podcast. There's a lot of riffraff that goes on. So um, we do talk a little bit of waterfowling. The guys are great, but they've got a sense of humor about things. And we let it fly. You know, there's a lot of these waterfowl groups that keep it strictly waterfowl, which is fine. That's their group to run however they feel like it. Um, it's a little bit like anything goes in ours. So, um, if you are going to get in, do not get your panties in a bunch because it's all in good fun. I had a guy uh, message me about our lack of ethics and morals about our podcast. Really? I go, why the fuck you listen to it then? If you don't, if you don't like the way we do things, don't listen to it. It's real simple. Turn this some bitch off. I don't get that. I don't. There's a lot of things out there I don't like, and so I don't listen to the shit I don't like. But guy, well, y'all, you know the other waterfowl podcast. Well, we're not the other waterfowl guys. Yeah, they have their deal. We have our deal. We are ourselves. We don't try to be nobody else. If you come up to this lodge right now and you were sitting here, it'd be the same shit when we get off the deal as it is before. That's what I don't. You know, that's one thing that I don't. When we set out to do this podcast, I want. Are you done with that yet? Because I can still hear it. When we set out to do this, we wanted it to feel like you were in the blind. Or across the table. So we talk about real shit. We talk about shit that we talk about in the blind. Talk about shit that we talk about around the dinner table. So fuck them. Hey. There's plenty of other waterfowl podcasts that talk just about the topic at hand. Yeah, we're not going to do that all the time. Once waterfowl see, we'll, we'll have waterfowl shit, but it's not going to all be waterfowl oh, stuff. Fuck how much waterfowl. I mean, God almighty. We do three a week. Most of the time, it's just waterfowl. Well, the public deal has been great because people like listening to other people how they do stuff. Sure. But we can't sit there. We can't do three shows a week just on how to do shit or how we do stuff. Um, I'm going I'm to flip it away to football real quick, which is our second favorite subject. Do you see where Zeke might be getting a two-game suspension for that shit he in Vegas? He's going to get a suspension. He's not going to get a suspension. Yeah. He's meeting today, today or tomorrow. Skip Bayless thinks he's going to get a two-game suspension. I don't think he will. Well, he was a dumbass for doing it. He got zero tolerance deal, and he fucking – a guy could have filed charges on him. I don't think he's going to get anything. That's uh, just what he I said. I think because uh, I think the last time I think they overreached. Oh, I think so too. On, on the his deal. suspension, ten, on the ten game or six games and or whatever it was. I don't think that they're going to do that again. And no. so I don't think he gets a suspension. Now I do think when it comes time to renegotiate his contract, he's going to have an issue. I oh. think the Cowboys are going to have a, a, a safety valve because the next incident will probably cost them something. And, uh, you know, he's already got the suspension. He's had the talents there off the field. It's fucking horrible. So, And Kareem Hunt got in a little incident in Cleveland last night. Again? On Saturday night. The cops had to come. They, no, no charges were filed or anything. Supposedly him and a buddy of his got into it. Another dumbass. I'm telling you right now, 
You fucking just be cool for 10 years, make $50 million, and then be a fucking dumbass if you want to be. Um, basketball, something we don't talk about very much. <clears throat> the NBA free agency shit all happened yesterday, and Kwame Leonard is going to maybe be a Laker. And, and it's funny. There's not an NFL franchise out there that has won Super Bowls that don't have homegrown talent. They draft people. They mold it. They add a couple of free agents. Basketball, these guys get together, two or three of them, say, hey, you know, let's go over and play at this team this year, and we'll right. play there for two years and go there. And the NBA, to me, has got a real issue with that, I think. Or they should. I don't know how a team like Dallas now that sucks, and they got some young talent that's they're trying to build it, and they've done the same fucking the thing, Mavericks? basically. Yeah. But teams like Atlanta, Dallas, these teams that, that – Dallas won a championship in the last – 20 years but a lot of teams haven't and they're mediocre every year and every year a team or every other year the team like the lakers goes and buys some talent they go to la to play it's fucked up system Mm -hmm. there's just nothing about it that's and i and i don't know much about it and i really don't give two shits i've watched more basketball this year than i have any other time i don't even know why i have because it was late at night and i guess not i can't stand kevin durant i want to see him get beat and they played late at night on tv and i'd watch it but they're 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 free agency. Can you imagine NFL if Tom Brady and Antonio Brown and Kareem Hunt decided, hey, you know what, we're going to go fucking play for Cincinnati next year, and they right. all sign them, they all go there, and that's what happens then the NBA. Yeah, and there's only five guys on team, and and the Lakers have signed LeBron, who 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 I think's about done, Antonio Anthony Davis, the big center, and now they're going to get Kwame Leonard. So they're they they basically have three of the top ten players in, in all of basketball gonna be on their league on their, on their roster. I mean, it just is. You know who's gonna be in the finals or close to it every year before the season even starts. Yeah. In the NFL, you figure New England just because it's New England, the Belichick and Brady are gonna be there. Yep. But somebody can get hurt and it could be over. Uh-huh. Well, other than that, you you tell me right now who's who would have thought like, who won the Super Bowl last year? New England won it last year, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Okay, well there the year before when Philadelphia won it, nobody's expected Philadelphia to win the Super Bowl. No, especially not with Foles. No, but I mean it changes. The NFL is a, is is more consistent. It's more competitive, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. Fuck, I don't give a shit. I wish if the NBA went on when they went on strike a couple years ago, I didn't know they was on strike till it was over. And now the NFL players, I saw that they're bitching that the NBA contracts are so massive. Well, yeah, there's only five guys that fucking start. Yeah. First of all, second of all, they give them the guaranteed contracts. That's what. That's the main thing. NFL players about. get hurt. Uh-huh. I'll tell you how fucked up the NBA is. Kevin Durant is going to miss all of next season. Towards Achilles, he's getting thirty-five million dollars by a new team signed him and going to let him sit for a whole year and paying thirty-five million, so they'll have him for three years after that. That just that. Can you imagine? And if you wouldn't do that shit, Mm-mm. if Tom Brady was going to miss next year with the injury, there wasn't nobody going to pay him twenty million dollars to not be on the, to to say it all year. No, no, not a shot. But that's why I just don't. I'm ready for football to get here. I guess what training camp starts three weeks, two weeks. Some open up on the seventeenth. Most of them open up. That's basically two weeks away. Two weeks, basically. Oh, thank freaking lord! Watch something. Watch on TV. Most of them start around the twentieth, twenty second, twenty third. Who's going to be on Hard Knocks this year? Oh, fuck. The Raiders. That ought to be interesting. It will be. It will be. Gruden is made for the camera. This is going to be their year. I got a, I got a <laughs> sneaky suspicion. What do you mean their year? Like, what are you saying? I think they'll be better than they were last year. Well, that ain't real hard to do. I think they only got to win five games to do that. What do you think their record's going to be? I think they'll be s- probably third in the division. What, what do you think their record's going to be? Nine and seven. 
nine and seven. Yeah, I don't know. That's and I, I I don't even know what their schedule looks like. Well, I'm, they got Denver. They, they got San Diego and uh, Kansas City twice. I know a place that has their record. I I, I think I don't even know who the record. Their schedule. I'm I, sorry. I, if they make eight and eight, I'll be surprised. I don't think John Gruden the coach <clears throat> he was before. I don't know if he was that great a coach before. Anyways. Want to see he had a lot of talent. Yeah, Tony Dungy left him free. Okay, Tony. they open up with the Broncos. Okay, it's a toss-up. That's a win. I'll give I'll give them the win. Where are they playing at? In in Oakland. Okay. Then they play the Chiefs at home. That's a loss. Okay. They play the Vikings in Minnesota. That's a win. That's a loss. That's a win. Okay, that's a loss on my point. Okay. They play the Colts. That's a loss. Okay. They play the Bears. It's a loss. In Oakland. I'm going to give it to them. They're one and four after five games by me. I'm um, okay. Well, are you keeping mine? Because they're three and they're three and two. Well, yours won't matter. But go ahead. They play the Packers in Green Bay. That's a win. They play the Texans in Houston. That's a loss. They play hold on, them. hold on, hold on. You're four and three yet now, and I'm two and five. Okay. They play the Lions. That's a win. In Oakland, that's a win. They play the Chargers in Oakland. That's a loss. No, I'm going to give them a win there. I think they split with the Chargers. Okay. They play the Bengals in Oakland. That's a win. They play the Jets. It don't matter where they play the fucking Jets. Jets suck. And then they play the Chiefs in Kansas City. Another loss. Then they play the Titans in Oakland. That's a win. Jacksonville, win. Chargers, loss. And then the Broncos in Denver. That's another loss. You, you've got them down at about nine and seven. I've got them down at about six and ten. I think they're one and five after the first or one and four after the first five games. They got that. They got a good running back now, Jeff. Who? Ah, fuck, I don't know. Well, Josh Jacobs. Good, Isn't that his name? good running back. Isn't that his name? <laughs> yeah, it is. He's gonna. He's gonna be. He's gonna be the breakout star of the year in fantasy. Who's football. their other receiver? Antonio Brown. You don't no, need who's another. The other you don't receiver. need another one. Yeah, you do. I don't even know. Didn't they have a good tight end last year or a mediocre you one? No, Jared Cook, but I think he's hurt. Derek Carr is going to throw for 4,000 yards this year. So Derek Carr is your sleeper in fantasy? Mm, yeah. Derek Carr and Josh jo- Josh Jacobs. What do you want on your team? Put them put on the GOAT right now. Well, we, we'll do that, and Andy will be right where he always finishes in the last bracket. <clears throat> Done the loser's bracket. But I think 9-7. and seven, I still think they finished third in the division, but it will be entertaining on HBO to say the least. Yeah, Gruden's made for TV. I just don't think he's that good a coach. Why not? I just – He comes from your – second, Your second round of coaching, Jimmy Johnson sucked it up at Miami. Um, he comes from one of the greatest coaching trees ever. Who cares? I mean, fuck, I don't mean shit. Mm. I just don't think he's going to – I don't think that he's going to turn around Oakland or Las Vegas, wherever the fuck they're going to be. The way he was, he he done a pretty good job at Oakland the first time. Then he went to Tampa Bay, and he inherited that team and won a Super Bowl. And I just don't think he's going to do much. I think it's going to be just like Jimmy Johnson. He's going to be a 500 football coach for about three or four years, and then they're going to retire, and he's going to go back in the booth or not do nothing at all. He's got a 10 year contract. Well, he ain't coaching ten fucking. He ain't coaching ten years. That that ain't happening. Who who's the new Monday night guy? Oh, it's terrible. Horrible. Well, who? It's Booger. It's a guy I've never even heard of. It's a chick. Yeah, somebody tagged me in this. It's not that bitch that does the opening Monday night game every year. Oh, is it? it's fucking. Yeah, it's she was horrible. Terrible. 
I mean, uh, uh, it, I like Booger. What's wrong with Booger? Oh, he, he just the way that I don't know if it was the way that they did it last year or what, but poor guy sitting outside. It's in Lambo. It's in December. Fucker, look miserable. He's got to sit in this little. He's gonna be in the booth this year. Uh, so I don't know if it was just the way that he would cut in, but I did not like Booger. He might be better this year now that he's kind of the full time guy. I like Booger. Monday night announcers. And, and like I said, he might be he might be better this year because he's going to be. It's Joe Testatory. Who the fuck's that? Don't know. Hold on. Who's the chick? Hold on a second. Lisa Salter. Lisa Salter. She's a sideline reporter. She always has been. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. ESPN announces announcers lineup for Monday Night Football this year. Hopefully, this is legit. Uh, what the fuck? That's last year's because it's still talking about Witten. But yeah, it uh, it was a terrible lineup, and I'm not looking forward to it. Not at all. Well, Monday Night Football, man. When I was young, Monday Night Football was king. It was always the hot top game of the week. It was the big thing. They didn't have Sunday Night Football. And they have just Monday night football seems to just be a shit schedule every Monday night. Just about. Uh, no, I guess it is just Joe Testatori and Booger with Lisa on the sideline. I don't know who Joe Testatori is. I don't either. They need to go get a regular guy. They need a guy from both teams, regular Joes. Get some plumbers, electricians, firemen, whatever they're just regular sports guys, and let them fucking talk about the gosh damn game and somebody knocking the fuck out of somebody and cold cocking somebody and knock that motherfucker out. That's what they need. That'll get people listening to it again. Hang on, I'm going to look at their schedule. The Monday Night Football. It's horrible, boys. Uh, it might be better this year. Okay, it's the Texans at the Saints. That's a good one. That's first game. That's a good game. Bron- Broncos at the Raiders. That'll be a good one. If you got a Bronco or Raider on your Browns at the Jets. That's got some intrigue. You got Baker Mayfield and Le'Veon Bell. I could see where that would be an okay matchup. Bears at the Redskins, terrible. Well, that's kind of rude. It is. Fucking, who wants to watch that? People from Chicago and people from Washington. That's it. Well, who wants to I watch the goddamn Bears and the damn, or the Oakland and Denver? People from Oakland and Denver. Yeah, but that's got a lot of, you got, that's the second game of the year. You got Antonio Brown and his new team. You got the Broncos. What's wrong with the Bears? That might be the best team in football this year. Another schedule, uh, uh, playing anybody else, that would be a good game. Not playing the Redskins the, are going to have great defense. Not sure. playing the Redskins. Oh, okay. You mean they're playing a team like the Packers would yeah, be better? that they're leading with. They're leading the entire season with the Bears at the Packers. That tells you how historic that rival is. Mm-hmm. Bengals at the Steelers, <laughs> no good. They're all in on the Browns. Browns at the 49ers, another fucking terrible. Who, uh, That's terrible. San Francisco is going to be so overrated this year. When your best players are tied in, you're so in four again. weeks you're going to get two Browns. Yep. Then you got the Lions at the Packers. Ugly I'm a game. Packer fan, but I mean that doesn't really do anything for me. Patriots at the Jets. Ugh. Mm. Once again, you got Le'Veon. He's if Le'Veon lights it up, that could be intriguing. Dolphins at the Steelers. No, thank you. Cowboys at the Giants. That's no depending on how the Giants are. Good. Seahawks at the Niners. I hate both of those. Chiefs at the Chargers. That'll be a good one. Yep. Ravens, Rams. Vikings, Seahawks. Once again, not a Seahawks fan. Um, and Kirk Cousins. That's in. That's December 2nd. Kirk Cousins will have probably been benched by then. Giants at the Eagles. That could be 
Giants aren't going to be any good. I don't know why. You don't know that, Jeff. Yes, they got Eli Manning still playing quarterback for them. Colts at the Saints. That'll be a good one. That would be a good game. Packers at the Vikings. I'm a Packer fan, so I'll watch it. But like I said, they'll be playing the second stringer. So, yeah, Monday night again. Sunday night, they got all the games. Yeah, and I think that's where I think that's that's where the NFL is pushing their chips. Is yeah. on Sunday night. Yeah. I don't know why. It hadn't worked out the way it's supposed to. I think there. I love watching football, but I think there's too much on TV now. You got you got Thursday night. You got Sunday night. By the time Monday rolls around, I'm, I'm footballed out. Unless it's a team that I just want to watch. Or, or if you got a fantasy football player playing. Yeah. Even then, I don't. I don't hardly watch it. Like say, I get Le'Veon Bell. You're sure talking about him a lot. I'm assuming he's the guy you want. Okay, let's say that I no, pick, it's fine. Pick, I don't care. If pick anybody. Say I have James Conner. I'm not going to watch the Dolphins and the Steelers. Yeah, you will. No. Yeah, if he needs points, you will. No, yeah. I won't. I won't do it. All right, we've rambled on enough. We've done a lot. Of you got to go. Today. You got to go to court. Judge some people. I know. I hope it's a slow day. If you guys are wanting some hunts, I've got dates still open. I'm getting a lot of calls now. Yeah, I had a couple messages. I got to talk to you off the air about them. Okay, small groups, holler at me. If you got small groups of guys, you need to holler at me pretty quick. I've got some dates. I'm fixing to block out another three days for some small groups for Texas and Oklahoma. Uh, should be a good year. We've got lots of peanuts looking good. Milo's starting to come up looking good. It's finally quit raining, which now I, wish, I wouldn't mind getting a half-inch rain on my yard. I had, yeah. to water, I had to water my yard yesterday. It's the first time I've watered my yard all year long. I need to water mine. There's a couple burned-up spots. Yep, um, it's getting hot fast. They're saying that the Dakotas had a just a – Incredible hatch. Yeah, banner duck season from there, so we should have a good. So sh- I'm wondering if a lot of ducks and geese stopped in the Dakotas, maybe went up to the Prairie Pothole region of Canada and then came back. I don't know, but that's going to be interesting to find out. But ducks, yeah. ducks will be good. We should have a great teal season. Gosh, Ooh. mighty! If you guys want teal hunts, I got weekday teal hunts. I'll make you a good deal on them. We will have teal at the kazoo. Anyways, holler at me if you need anything. Uh, thank you, appreciate it. God bless y'all, and have a great day.